Blog Talk Radio. Thank you at home for watching. It's the Christian View, where we take today's hot topics and we weigh them against the Word of God because God does have a view. And us here on the Christian View today are so excited because we've been nominated for another award, Best in Media Award, by the Steeple Award. Isn't that fabulous? Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Today we're going to discuss a very hard topic, something I know every one of you have heard much about, terrorism in the United States of America. And I would like for you to take a look at this graphic. This is a picture of Syrian refugees making their way into the United States of America. Now, Don Mooring, my question to you is this. I have a problem with that. Does that make me a bad Christian because that concerns me deeply? Jackie, I think if we polled our audience and we said, are you for or against refugees coming in or out, it'd probably be divided in the middle. And I think about this, the Statue of Liberty, it says on the inscription, give me your tired report, your huddled masses. What are the refugees? They're the huddled masses. But what we've seen in recent days with what's happened with refugees coming in and terrorists with them, we get a little afraid and it's like, do we trust the vetting system that will they that really they will they work? weed out mm-hmm. will they weed yeah. out the terrorists? I mean, I don't know. What are your thoughts for or against? What do you think? I think first of all, you have to rightly divide it. You know, you're dealing with uh, you can't call everybody ref, uh, a terrorist. You know, they're right. they're refugees first of all, but there has to be a vetting process that allows that you know the difference to be seen. And I think that's really what happens in that we we end up asking the question but not putting the two in two separate categories. Mm. And that's what we have to do in order to rightly divide who comes in and who doesn't. I think um, Secretary Colin Powell said it best. He said, if you kind of start it, you own it. And we have to go back and look at the whole situation with the Iraq war, how it all came about. You know, we look back at the onset of the war under President Bush and then modern day moving forward with President Obama and things that happened under the administration of how we even pulled out and did not, you know, take out the president. We kind of helped set the tone. But on the flip side, I look at it and I say, we look at how many trillions of dollars and billions of dollars that we're spending each yeah. year to bring people in. So I do have mixed feelings on which way we should go with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Right. You know, I, I have Native American background in my blood, and I'm very proud of that, thankful for that. And I saw a picture of a Navajo chief who said, um, are you afraid that they're going to come in and take your land and kill you and wow. uh, displace you? And I think that kind of puts it in perspective. And then on the flip side of that, I, I just read an article where 250,000 Syrians are to be housed on Navajo uh, property. So that does cost a lot of money. That costs a lot of taxpayer money to our country. But, you know, as you said, Don, that's the point of the Statue of Liberty and the entry point into America and she and on that plaque it says I lift up my torch to you you know those that are, are tired the same people and, you're lifting that up to may very well blow it up that, so, I mean, that's true that, that's very true you know and just can, like in Wednesday in Germany yeah. in Germany Wednesday 30 migrant refugees had a 17 year old girl surrounded they were going to all rape her yeah. mm-hmm. the law intervened mm-hmm. but they were like well what did we do wrong yeah. They do that in their country. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's part of the thing in bringing in the refugees. You know, it's, it's called assimilation, and you bring them in, you teach them how to be citizens, how to abide by laws, getting jobs, and because that they don't have any yeah. of that in the country that they're in. I think that's where in. the church comes in. That's, that's mm -hmm. our role is well, to help them They don't speak our language. Well, that's very difficult. Well, we've got to find people that can speak their language who represent Jesus Christ and know the word and can help disciple them and bring them in, bring them in the kingdom. I, I, I kind of agree with that too, in a sense of you know, for all of us from a, a, a being lost perspective, we you know we were not in the kingdom. We didn't speak God's language, right. and so we have to be assimilated into the kingdom. Yeah. And so when you get saved or when you repent, you are actually saying, you know what? I didn't know. I am now willing to be a part of okay. and allow myself to be trained discipleship. Yeah. And so I think when people come in, or if we're going to have people come into the country, they mm -hmm. have to come with a preconceived understanding that they have to assimilate. They have to actually uh, come to the point of understanding who we are and how we do what we do. Because all of us had to. I'm not exactly from America myself. I'm originally from Haiti. Oh, and so, wow. you know, as a Haitian, I understand that I have to come here and I have to become an American, exactly. even though I have a different culture from my beginning, but I can't stay there. So you spoke French? I speak French, Spanish, yes. Wow. And, so I, and I had to speak English, you know. And that's important, Cameron, to note because, you know, a lot of times that is the, the issue here that we're dealing with. Many, many times we bring people in and they do not, they fail to assimilate. Mm -hmm. And therefore, a lot of times it's like the overarching culture mm -hmm. um, from where they came from becomes the uh, order of the day. And right. it's almost America is pushed to the back burner. That's right. And that's the right. things that you said the Statue of Liberty stood for, yeah. many times that goes in the back burner, the practices that they're bringing from um, on their foreign lands. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think we as a church, too, we're required. You know, when we have more than we need, we need to build a bigger table, not a bigger fence. Have yeah. any of y'all been to Clarkston? You know there's only so many refugee cities in the United States of America, and Clarkston, which is right outside of Atlanta, mm -hmm. is one of, one of them. Mm -hmm. And with my church, I went through there, and we took these little vans. We were getting kids to go play basketball. Practically every country in the world is rep represented in there. There's mm -hmm. Burma, Thailand. Wow. Uh, Iran, Iraq, mm -hmm. and one, our family adopted, uh, our church family adopted a family from Iraq, and there. I mean, they have assimilated, and they've assimilated well, and I would think, what if we didn't let them in, and yet I understand. But Don, yeah. we could just very well build safe zones in their own country and protect those safe zones was, where they are comfortable, where they do speak their language, where they abide by their own laws. Isn't that the best alternative? That seems to me the best alternative. Yeah, I said the best alternative, but I think that we definitely definitely need to look at that perspective because it's the same when we look at it from home. You know, I know the Bible tells us to reach out and, um, you know, if our brother or sister is in need, but we have to understand when we look at our personal lives, we can't always meet every individual need of even the people we love. Right. You're exactly right. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly right. Well, I tell you what, stay with us because when we come back, we're going to be discussing building safe rooms in or under your own home. Stay with us. Thank you.